Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Identity Bound podcast series, a place where girls from all over can begin to discover who it is that she already is. I am a child of God and so are you. I thought I would just get that in there to interrupt any lies that may have entered your life recently and you are so, so loved. I'm really glad that you were able to join us on such a great occasion, and I hope you're ready to receive a word from God, because every time we upload, that is what we're believing for. So go ahead and get yourself all ready and steady for this message, and enjoy. you to do for me, actually what I want you to do for you is I want you to think about a moment that you've come across in your journey where you were trying to do something, perhaps you were trying to start up something new or build something up or continue it. I don't know what it is, but it's something that you started out doing in faith and by faith, but that over time, Seemingly, all of a sudden, you started majorly doubting yourself about. And you began worrying about it like all of the time. And you noticed that your focus started shifting from the original goal you had in mind to just completing this thing with as near to perfection as possible. And questions about who you are and what it is you were even doing just began to fill your mind every other second. I want you to take the memory of that moment and hold on to it throughout our entire time together today because I'm believing that by the end of it, God will have shifted this perspective so that we can learn to stop ourselves from ever having to go through this process again. And I'm going to start by asking you a question that God asked me when I was going through this and when I was writing this message. The question he asked was, in all that you're trying to do, where is it that you're trying to come from? Is it from a place inside of yourself or from somewhere that is a part of who I am? And that question still has me shook. Like if you're not even partially shook by that question, I need you to really understand it. Because I can tell you that I can think of my specific moment really clearly right this second. Because it is about this moment right here. My moments of doubt and worry and perfection and questioning are all to do with this podcast, which when I started out doing it in faith and by faith wasn't even a podcast. It wasn't that big of an idea. Nothing had gone that far. It was just a small move on a word from God that said to encourage others in their lives and their identities, regardless of where I stood in mine. 
He said, I'm going to take care of you. I want you to encourage others. And as I started to move forward through both good times and bad, walking by faith as much as I could, I started to see things happen. Like opportunities started to be presented. Promises started to come to light. Things were being built up. And I was feeling really great. Until seemingly all of a sudden, for the past few weeks, I've done nothing but doubt myself. And I've worried about how this will turn out. Like, there could be one of you listening to this right now, or a hundred of you. And that idea causes worry in the back of my mind. I've noticed that I have shifted my focus from the original thing, which was to encourage people, to just focusing on perfecting my craft. Like, in total transparency, this episode has been recorded many times. The very first one, I knew that needed changing because there were some very important elements missing from it. It was my first time podcasting, so I gave myself that kind of grace. But between then and the episode that you're listening to now, many editions have been cut just because it didn't sound perfect or didn't sound like other podcasts I listen to on iTunes. Or there's a particular sound in minute 8, second 32 that has to go and I need to scratch the whole thing in order to do it. Or I'm talking too fast, I'm talking too slow, I can't understand myself, there are too many ums, too many likes. Whatever it was, it just wasn't perfect enough to continue with. And lastly, I completely questioned whether any of this was even meant for me. I was like, am I even putting in my efforts into something that is for me in the first place? And as I started reading through this, as I was writing the message, I noticed that these things that were stopping me are very me, myself, and I. I doubted myself. I worried how it would turn out for me. I was focusing on perfecting my craft, and I questioned whether I was even the one that this was meant for. And that is why God asked us the question, where is it that we're trying to come from? Is it from within him or from inside of ourselves? And I thought that that was a pretty interesting thing to say especially in our modern times, because I don't know about you, but I've heard many people say, I've actually heard quite a few songs written about the idea of coming from inside yourself. Like, it's got to come from you, they say. You know, search deep down inside of yourself. Dig deep into who you are. And I actually agree with all of those statements and others like it. But the question is, Which yourself, which you, are we referring to when we say that? Is it the you that the world wants you to think you are? The world that as sure as you think it can give you your identity, it can just as easily take it away? Or are we referring to the you that was both known and loved before you were even formed in your mother's womb? 
who was worth every bit of pain and blood shed on the cross so that you could know salvation too. And that's why it's got to start from within him first. That's why the question was asked, where is it that you're trying to come from? And equally important follow-up question, where is it that you're trying to make your place of rest? And so we're going to talk about how we build that kind of place up in our everyday lives. And we're going to be looking at Colossians 2 verse 7. If you have access to your Bible or a Bible, because I don't actually know where you are right now, I'd love to sit and think that you are just relaxing and listening to this podcast. But I also know that you are probably very busy women on your hustle. So maybe you're driving to work, maybe you're driving from work, or you're walking to class. I don't know. But Colossians 2 verse 7 says, Let your roots grow down in him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Now, I'm quite the visualizer, and so when I heard this verse, I pictured, and excuse my language, a big-ass tree, like the biggest tree I have ever seen. And it's got the kind of roots that you could break your neck if you tripped over them, like they're massive. And in this tree... There's a nest that's been built, and in the nest, we are living like a little family of birds. All you fellow visualizers, visualize the image with me. All you non-visualizers, visualize it with me. Just give it a go. Have you got the image in your mind? Awesome. And so, in this verse, Paul says, Your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught. And I think I can speak for all of us when I say, I want a faith like that tree. I want a large faith, strong faith, unshakable, no matter what the season kind of faith. And that starts at the roots and the foundation. And we've already said what tends to happen when we start to root things in ourselves. But when we let our roots grow down in him, a whole different kind of response awaits us. Because he is the foundation of all foundations. How I wrote it down was Christ is a solid but not a hard foundation. And as I learned, there is a very important difference between the two. See, solid literally means stable and firm, made of strong materials great way to describe Christ. Hard, on the other hand, means not easy to get through, not easily pierced or penetrated. Do you see the difference? And if you allow your roots to be in Christ, our stable and firm, holy foundation will gladly accept them no matter what state they first come in. But I guess the question still remains, like, how do I start allowing my roots to grow down in him? Like, what does that look like tomorrow morning? And one of the things it can look like is opening your Bible first and not your Instagram or your Snapchat. 
And don't worry, not one person here can or is judging you because we've all done it at some point. I know I still do. But with that small but very significant change, that way you've started by being rooted in the one you say you follow and not those who follow you. Another thing that can help you to start allowing your roots to grow down in him is through prayer. And I know I'm guilty of not doing it. It doesn't make me any less loved. I just know that I'm guilty. And if you're anything like me, we've got to start praying before we do anything. Just make it a habit. Like pray even before you get up to we first thing in the morning. Say a prayer to receive and a prayer just of praise. Because don't forget, praying is just having a conversation with the Lord. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to sound like you are a theologian from birth. It is just you and your God. But now let's move on because I feel like I've talked about the roots for a very long time, which is okay because they are key to everything. But let's move on to the next because this is where we begin to build something upon the tree we've been growing. And we're not yet talking about the thing that I got you to think about in the beginning of this episode. Right now, that part in verse 7 refers to building our lives upon him, upon this tree of faith that comes from his foundation. And it's not only important that we build our lives on the tree, but this tree will provide many things for us. It'll provide sticks, branches, wisdom, more faith, fruit, leaves, strength, courage, and we've got to use all of these things to build our entire lives out of, every single part of it. And I know that that can be the really tricky part, because it's one thing to exercise building up things from faith on a Sunday in church or on the weekday that you have a church meeting, but it can feel like a completely different ball game on a Monday in the far less faith-filled environment content. Nonetheless, though, the push to build ourselves and our lives up with faith, even in the mundane, boring, Monday morning bank meeting, is not only worth it, but it's necessary. Because this nest, this life of yours, is going to be the place you'll want to try and rest. And the place that you try to rest is just as important as the place you're trying to come from. And what we make this nest out of, where it comes from, will ultimately determine whether the resting causes us more doubt and worry, as it has for me over the past few weeks, or whether it reassures us in wisdom and courage. It is from here that we can better begin to build or do the things we said we originally wanted to do from those moments we thought of at the beginning of this episode. Because to bring it full circle, when we have rooted ourselves in him through the habit of putting him first, 
and we've begun to build our lives with the strength and wisdom that comes from that, doubt is replaced with a tree-like faith. And worry is not even allowed to enter the room because prayer got in there first. And the focus isn't on our perfection, it's on his glory. And there is no question as to whether it was meant for you because you know without a doubt that he wouldn't have put it on your heart if it weren't meant to be done with. And let me tell you that even though I don't know who you are exactly or what moment it is that you've been thinking of this whole time, I know the end result because both Paul in verse 7 and David in another moment tells us. See, 2 Samuel 7 verse 18 to 29 is titled David's Prayer of Thanks. And it is just a beautiful set of verses where David is pouring out his gratitude to the Lord. And the first thing he says in verse 18 is, Who am I, O sovereign Lord? And what is my family that you have brought me this far? David could not believe how far he'd come. Just how far he was able to go and fly and take this thing that he'd been parted with. Because this is David we're talking about. The little shepherd's boy who was completely overlooked. Whose own father didn't even think to consider him. And who was chosen to be king. And like David, once we take off and, and fly and go with all that God has put on our hearts, and we come back to our Christ-filled and built-up nest to rest, we will find ourselves in places that have us look back in disbelief and fall to our knees in thankfulness. So in order to close up this message, I would love to pray over your week and just over your life with you. And so if you could just, for a few moments, close your eyes, but for the love of God, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Like, as I said, I don't know where you are or what you're doing. So, you know, just take a moment to think about it. If you cannot close your eyes, there is no no problem in that at all. Just be safe. And if you feel comfortable and if the moment will let you, raise your hands to God, both in praise and in preparation to receive something for your week, and we'll pray. Heavenly Father, as your humble servants, we are just in awe of what you show us. We're in awe of how you are able to enter our lives in any given moment and impart something onto us that we can use to further grow and push ourselves closer towards who you say we are. God, as we learn that it is important where we come from and just as important where we rest, we ask that you watch over us throughout our week. We ask that you, in your holy divinity, remind us of what it is you've imparted on us here. And I personally pray for every single person under the sound of my voice and beyond, that they may find a way, find their way to take this message in and use it so that they can go forth and do all that you have planned for them. Because as we know, you have plans to prosper us and not to harm us.
to give us hope and a future. And we believe that, Lord. We believe for though times may get difficult and it may not always be the most faith-filled environment for us to be able to hold on to it, we do know that it is true. We know that your love for us is true and that nothing can come between it. In your almighty son's name I pray. Amen. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you feel a little bit more encouraged and that you, I don't know, feel like you can take on the rest of your week a little bit better. I don't know if you do, but that is always the goal. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at at the Identity Bound for daily encouragement and stories. And I would love to be able to continue praying for you. So if you have anything that you would like me to pray about for you, please do not be afraid to leave a message in the prayer request highlight or as a general DM. So I hope that you have a blessed rest of your week. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.